Welcome to Food Freedom Radio. I'm Laura Hedlund, a student of permaculture, a person who knows cheap food is not cheap, and a person who thinks frozen pizzas, frozen pizzas should be available to all. The basic American easy meal frozen pizza. Um, it's, I mean, it's the usual, it's the to-go for the quick and simple solution to what's there to eat. But until now, frozen pizza has not been widely available to all. Vegans, those who are gluten-free, and those with food allergies, um, have to go past that uh, frozen food, uh, frozen pizza aisle. So in studio with me are two people seeking to change this, uh, the founders of Clo Clo Vegan Foods, Augie and Wendy Heinenkamp. Welcome to Food Freedom Radio. Thank you. Hello. Thank you. Hi. Thank you. So you guys, uh, this is, you guys did not, did you guys ever think you were going to start a food business? No, but we are passionate about it because our daughter, Chloe, which her nickname is Clo-Clo, which is how we came up with our company named Clo-Clo Vegan Foods um, for our daughter, Chloe, who was diagnosed as a baby with eosinophilic esophagitis, which is an autoimmune disease, which um, triggers food allergies and inflammation of the esophagus. And so she was going through a lot of food allergies as a baby, and she was failure to thrive, and we had to do many elimination diets with her when she was a baby, and she had a feeding tube for a few years. So we spent a lot of time just looking at foods and reading labels and just trying to get calories in her diet, and we wanted to create something that was healthy and safe and nutritious for everyone to eat and healthy with amazing taste. So just healthy for everyone and people who are facing dietary restrictions or want a change of lifestyle. We wanted something for everyone that they could eat that tasted amazing. And that was just safe, healthy, and nutritious. And our it's free of the top 15 allergens. So it's gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, egg-free, just free of a lot of foods, which um, is fabulous. So we're very excited for this journey and we've been passionate about it because it's helped our daughter out a lot in our family and we just wanted to give back to other people and other families. Yeah. So let's, let's go back and talk a little bit more. This was, you found out about your daughter when she was 15 months old and how did you find out about the problems? Well, it started when she was a baby, like prior to 15 months. We were going through, she would get sick, we would give her different types of food, and she would get highly sick from it, and she would start getting hives and projectile vomiting. So it wasn't just spit up, it was a lot of projectile vomiting. And so we just spent a lot of time trying to get any calories in her diet, and then that wasn't working, so then met with a GI specialist, and that's when he did the upper and lower endoscopy, and we found out that she had eosinophilic esophagitis, which is, it was highly recommended that she had a feeding tube put in just to help her get extra high calories in her diet. So we would hook her up at nighttime for 12 out, 10 to 12 hours at night to get the bulk of her nutrition when she was a baby. And so it felt like we had sleepless nights because then we would always have to worry about her feeding tube when she was little, like just with her turning. And um, so, yeah, so then we ended up doing feeding therapy. We met with nutritionists, and we did elimination diets, and we just did whatever we could to help her thrive and just get stronger every day and just 
to help her grow and get more calories in her diet. So how's she doing today? Amazing. She's thriving and she's doing very well. A healthy teenager. Healthy teenager. That's that's so moving. So tell us, you know a lot about these food allergies, and I guess I, I, I'd not heard, I think I've, I've heard so much about peanut allergies, but an allergy, uh, what is the name of this, and, uh, and, and how prevalent is it, these food allergies? It's eosinophilic esophagitis, which is inflammation of the esophagus triggered by food allergens. So um, she was, it can be different for everyone. Um, with their food allergies, but she was allergic to dairy, egg, soy, wheat, peanut, tree nut, and sesame. Wow. So then, um, so so describe the challenges of trying to feed her and some of your fears about um, when, a, when a child cannot just eat everything that's out there, the school lunches, the pizza parties. What is that like? What is, what is it like to try to feed a child when there's all these when, when most of the foods out there are dangerous for them. But we were in the thick of it when she was younger, when she was a baby going on to preschool and then elementary school. So it was the whole cross-contamination, just making sure that, like especially with peanuts, let's say, peanuts and tree nuts, just that she would have to sit at an allergy-friendly table in the beginning um, at school lunches. And then I would have to make her lunches and then bring them to her to eat at the lunch table. And so, and even at birthday parties, when she would go to birthday parties, we would have to make her own food and bring her desserts. So it was a lot of extra work and just a lot of meal preparation at home all the time. So we just wanted to create something that would be fun and healthy and safe and easy to make at home, but good for everyone to eat. So it's been a fun process with Chloe, too, because she's been a tester with our foods <laughs> and has helped out in giving her approval on everything. Great. So tell us about uh, the brand and where people can find it and, and what type of pizzas you're offering right now. Well, our core line, thank you, Laura. Um, our core line has eight pizzas, frozen pizzas, better for you. Uh, we're in the organic natural sets of most retailers. Uh, we're into over, uh, we're close to 2,000 stores now. That's amazing. And again, with no idea that you're going to start a business and now you're in 2,000 stores. Correct. And we, uh, in getting back to the story, we got so uh, frustrated on pizza nights, uh, we'd, we'd see Chloe in the corner and not be able to partake. And that's why we started with pizza. Everybody, family pizza night, Friday night. Uh, and now uh, our pizza nights are inclusion of all, including Chloe. And uh, we're helping a lot of families, and not only in the United States, but uh, in Europe, which is great. We just started our first international market in the Caribbean, mm. uh, Puerto Rico. Uh, but you can find us in all sprouts from California, coast to coast. Uh, we're strong in Texas. And we're just starting in the Midwest, uh, Minnesota. Cub Foods uh, is taking our whole product line. They're doing a whole freezer door. Uh, they've been a wonderful partner. And then, uh, obviously, uh, a lot of the co-ops, Lake Winds, The Wedge. Uh, and we have some exciting news coming up uh, in the next few months on, on some other nice national retailers. So, yeah. Well, this is – I mean, it, it's such a journey. So, and I, I'm, um, so when did you – first think of the idea of starting a pizza company? I would say when she was younger, when she was 
in preschool and kindergarten because we partnered with the chef at our daughter's school. He was fabulous when we would come in to bring Chloe her lunch when she was in kindergarten. He was, the chef was going around and making different dietary restrictive foods for other students that were vegan, which we thought was fascinating. And we decided we wanted to partner with him um, to create something for everyone that tasted amazing that would help Chloe or other children out there. Yeah. He, he promised it was, it was a funny story. We ran into him and, and when we're like, can you do this? And he's like, I can do this. And uh, it took over a thousand renditions of cheese um, in the crust along with uh, the cheese was the, the complicated portion of it because you're taking out all the bad stuff uh, out of the cheese that makes it melt, etc. cetera, um, putting in the good stuff. So it's very the, – the food chemistry, the science behind, behind it is very uh, intellectual. We have a uh, patent pending on our innovation and um, IP. But, yeah, it took uh, well over a 1,000 renditions of cheese and well over uh, two and a half years uh, of a lot of trials. He'd come – Chef Robert would come in the mornings, 5 in the morning to our house, midnight uh, trying. And in the first uh, – it was gooey from oatmeal on and from the first renditions to what we have now is, is truly amazing. But a lot of hard work in those two to three years trying to figure out the – the science behind it. So everything is vegan in these pizzas. So it's, it, you, you did this with the idea of food allergies, and you combine vegan and also gluten-free. Yes. Yeah, so we're excited that our we feel like we have created something that's amazing, that it's gluten-free and dairy-free because it's hard to find both, and egg-free. So it's free of the top 15 allergens, and we have two different crusts. We have a vegetable-infused crust, which is cauliflower, kale, cabbage, carrots, and broccoli. So that's kind of fun, too. So it's not just a cauliflower crust. It's full of a medley of vegetables. And then we have a sweet potato crust as well. And it took you guys – so did you work with a chef on how to do this? And, and uh, so you went to this mm-hmm. – It was a great partnership, so it all worked out smoothly and it was meant to be and we also had uh with his network here he's award-winning local chef uh here in nationally chef robert we also had you know his brothers in the industry and, and sisters helping out um tweaking and kind of representing minnesota it's a great story most people don't hear about uh but we are also uh given commercial space up in brooklyn center at the heritage uh, center up there um, getting some expertise from you know local four season chefs uh, all the way down, so we had a lot of people in our corner really pushing for this, uh, which is you know for goodwill and using their experience uh, was invaluable. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about the ecosystem because Minnesota is kind of a uh, we have a we have a reputation around frozen pizza. I mean, we were sort of a, a landmark place, but how do you make frozen pizza, and how do you have something that's simple that you know? Um, if someone's, you don't have to ask, are you vegan? Do, can you do dairy? Can you do gluten? Uh, do you have any food allergies? Do you have to be worried about the pizzas? I mean, just get a simple pizza and it will help. It will work for everyone because we all need a place to belong. And, you know, around frozen pizza and family, it's kind of a place to belong. So exactly. we're talking We're talking with the founders of Clo Clo Vegan Pizza. Um, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Thank you. Well done. 
Welcome back to Food Freedom Radio. I'm Laura Hedlund, and today we're talking about frozen pizzas for all. So uh, vegan, gluten-free, and allergy-free uh, pizzas, clo-clo um, vegan foods. And, and, and in studio with us is um, uh, Augie and Wendy Heinenkamp. And again, tell us the story. You guys are um, in over 2,000 stores now, which is amazing. And you never sort of – you weren't planning to create a pizza company, but you're faced with a personal challenge with your daughter. So do you want to tell more about that story and how you went from that – how you took a sad song and, and made a better world? I think – yeah, I, I think it really goes back to the frustration of – and this was years ago, and the, and, this, and the food industry has gotten much better on allergens and better for you products. But years ago, when this started, well over five plus years ago, I would go grocery shopping. I'd come back, and I would think we were covered. Chloe could eat this particular food, and Wendy would go through the ingredient deck uh, list, and she would, you know, Wendy would always catch something. And it, it got really frustrating because I, I would be screwing up as a dad just trying to get food for for our daughter, Chloe. Um, and it was getting to the point where we were so frustrated, I was, that I stopped grocery shopping. And Wendy would do all the grocery shopping. And we finally had kind of a, a, a moment uh, together in a, a local whole, st- uh, whole food store here in town. Um, and we looked at each other and we're, we're in the pizza aisle. We're like, we can do this. We've both been in retail um, with 3M experience, her target experience, Wendy's target experience. We can do this. We need to find a culinary chef. And that's when we met Chef Robert the next day. Um, <laughs> and we've never kind of looked back uh, from there on. So, Cool. Yeah. I would say this – I mean, Chloe's 14 now, so we started like ever since she was born. We were dealing with this, going through all of – making sure we're reading labels and constantly and looking for the correct food all the time. I'd spend hours at grocery stores just reading labels and really diving into it just because we made a lot of food at home for meal preparation. So, and she's 14 now and she's thriving and doing so well and she's so healthy and just so happy to see where she is now compared to where she was as a baby. But um, it just took a lot of hard work and extra research, and we just wanted to create something to help everyone out there with lifestyle change or dietary needs. Um, And we thought it would be fun to create frozen vegan pizzas that were free of the top 15 allergens and just healthy and safe for everyone to eat. And you are a vegan yourself? So I the- am a vegan myself, so I love to eat it. it. I'm biased. I think it. we have impeccable taste, so I just think once you take your first bite, you're hooked. So yeah, and it tastes I could- fabulous. And I like that this is accessible. So, I mean, it's not at an incredibly high price point. I mean, it's an accessible, easy thing, and pizza is something that, you know, the kid can throw in the oven themselves. And, and especially if you have friends over – if you have your kids' friends over and there's any dietary restrictions, I feel like that's something that we can always make for them because everyone can eat it. We also, do, looking at the data, it's uh, 85 million Americans uh, right now. So it's not only for vegans or plant-based. Uh, it's really for everybody. 85 million Americans have food allergies or intolerances, intolerances in their households. Uh, there's 170 million Americans with a chronic disease right now. It's over uh, half the country. 
there's 120 million Americans with two chronic diseases. You have close to over 100 million Americans that are pre-diabetic. And autoimmune disease is really uh, taking off. Uh, there's over 51 million Americans now with an autoimmune disease. Uh, celiacs, uh, you can go down the list. Um, so it's not just food allergies, but it's, it's better for you. But we first and foremost, you have to hit the amazing taste. And that's why it took 3,000 renditions of development. We were not going to launch something we didn't think uh, was best in class. Um, and we were just at Expo West and the big shows uh, out in L.A. and out on the, the East Coast. And uh, people just keep coming back raving about the taste. So we know we nailed the taste. And now hopefully everything kind of comes together at that. And we get thanked all the time by people that – there's something that's gluten-free and dairy-free that they can eat. And they love the pizza, our pizza. So it's an, we're honored that we're helping other people. Yeah, and, and that's something that Chloe, Chloe feels too, right? That I mean, her name's on this pizza brand too. So how mm-hmm. does she react to this? It makes her happy. You know, we're just happy to give back to other people and to – be an option for people to have, you know, and to try. And hopefully, um, hopefully they love our pizza. Right. Because food is really a place of belonging and to have a place that belongs for all. And if you have, for those who have 15-month-old children or two-year-old children, three-year-old children that cannot eat peanut butter cups and they cannot eat pizzas and they can't eat all those foods, it's, 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 it's hard on those families because there's a sense of isolation there and that runs counter to our, our innate need to belong. You just want to be able to include everyone and food is so social. So... I just feel like our product is very impactful because it allows people for everyone to be included and everyone can eat it and feel safe and healthy about their choices. And We have a funny story. Uh, uh, a little boy in London, uh, he was over in New York. They found our pizza. Similar to Chloe, same uh, EE, uh, autoimmune condition, and his dad asked if he could um, billboard his um, – his bedroom with our pizza boxes. So they're cutting out pizza boxes on the front and putting a collage together. <laughs> uh, that's how, because back in, in Europe, there wasn't anything um, the boy could eat. So that was, you know, a fun story to hear. So we're hopefully, hopefully we're helping all the Chloe's out there, not just uh, our Chloe close. So that's so sweet. Um, okay. So what are the different type of pizzas that you have? So we have our product portfolio. We have Eight main uh, pizzas. We have a Garden Nirvana with uh, no cheese. Delicious. We have a spicy pepperoni. We have an Italian sausage. We have of course, a- you're saying pepperoni and sausage. These are all plant-based, so they're not really from pigs. They're just yeah, – They're all plant-based. Yeah. Plant-based vegan. Uh, and we have a, a barbecue chicken uh, that is just wonderful. Um, on our sweet potato crust. On a sweet potato crust. And then we have uh, a Mediterranean, a margarita, and a Tuscan as well with our – we have a new Parmesan uh, vegan cheese shred that's really mm. dynamite. In the, in the habanero, we have a habanero cheese shred on our spicy pepperoni that we're the only cheese company right now with a habanero um, – based off uh, habanero peppers in the cheese that is vegan and is absolutely uh, delicious. And we're getting – it's really strong. It's starting to take off here in the Midwest, but obviously markets like Texas um, 
Arizona where they like the spice. They're used to it. They 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 want it hotter the better. So we're, we're learning that too. Any, any plans on being a vegan uh, cheese brand? Mm. Always in the works. We'll, oh, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're at, <laughs> so we have uh, eight core pizza items, and we're looking to launch. Uh, we're going to be launching uh, new single serve flatbreads um, for you know the remote workers, the the busy soccer mom, um, mm-hmm. as well as uh, versus a pizza. So we're really excited about that kind of a rectangle type of uh, uh, single serve uh, that you can actually use uh, in. And cook it in an air fryer, uh, mm-hmm. so the technology is there. So we're we're pretty excited about that coming out soon. Yeah, it'd be a, it's a fun appetizer to have if you're hosting people too. Fun and gluten free and dairy free and vegan and good for uh, people with allergies. We're talking uh, with the founders of Clo Clo Vegan Foods. We're gonna take a break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Food Freedom Radio. I'm Laura Hedlund, a student of permaculture, a person who knows cheap food is not cheap, and a person who knows that frozen pizza should be available to all. Um, and joining us in studio is Augie and Wendy Heinenkamp. Uh, they are the founders of Clo Clo Vegan Foods. So welcome back. And um, so uh, so you, all your pizzas are vegan. They're all um, avoiding the top allergens. And so what are those top allergens that they avoid? So the U.S., we recognize uh, the top nine allergens uh, in the United States. So that's sesame, peanuts, wheat, which is gluten, uh, tree nuts, soy, egg. Um, dairy. Dairy. I think we got them all. Well, there were some unusual ones. I didn't know about celery or mustard. So that is uh, – so not only are we following the – the top nine uh, free from allergens in the United States. We go to the European model, which also includes uh, celery in mustard, which are very allergic uh, in general properties, along with some other um, allergens. So we're actually ahead of uh, the United States and following more of the European Canada model on allergens. Again, we believe in inclusiveness at the dinner table, um, and it took a little more little complicated, but we got the salary out and the mustard out as well. So, <laughs> and um, and everything's also a non-GMO. Yes, we just uh, we have ex- exciting news. We just got uh, two more pizzas uh, non-GMO project verified with the butterfly icon, which again the the soccer moms and football moms out there look for on the packaging. So exciting news! It took. A year, uh, exactly one year to get approved. Uh, so it's a little more complicated than some of the, you know, uh, uh, a standard fruit or vegetable. We started with the crust. Uh, crust is very complicated. So you have to break it down by ingredient and then the formula and then the ounce and the formula weight. So it's, 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 how do I say this? A lot more complicated than, than it sounds. Uh, so we got the crust, both non GMO. Project Verified now, our, our sweet potato crust and our veggie infusion crust. And now we're knocking out one at a time. We just got four of our pizzas. And next up, they're going to do all the protein pizzas. Uh, so we're pretty excited. By the end of the year, we should have 100% uh, non-GMO Project Verified. Um, Project Verified, but it's already all non-GMO. But you're actually taking that extra step and the extra cost so that, that we have those trust markers. Exactly. 
And we also have uh, certifications for Plant-Based Foods Association uh, we partner with, uh, which is Plant-Based Vegan. Uh, again, just a, a stamp on the box to assure that uh, we've done our due diligence on uh, ingredients. And we also are uh, produced uh, in a lot of people. This is very important: uh, gluten-free, uh, certified, free uh, manufacturing facility. Um, as you know, or maybe some people don't know, gluten is an airborne uh, allergen, so it's very complicated, uh, and we take uh, extra measures on that. So we take we pride ourselves on a gluten-free facility. Uh, our pizza is being produced in. And so where is it located? And you're also trying to source from Minnesota. So talk about your ingredients and where you manufacture. Yeah, so we have a great relationship. Uh, we were invited to, on the governor's trip uh, a few years back to Europe and, you know, uh, Governor Walls, the Department of Minnesota uh, in agriculture. So we have a strong partnership uh, at the state uh, level. And we, we make it a priority to source uh, a lot of our raw ingredients for example, our cheese, uh, the oat milk in our cheese is uh, manufactured and produced in Alexandria, Minnesota, uh, which is great. Um, and then our proteins, our pepperoni and our Italian sausage, our chicken uh, crumbles are produced and manufactured uh, and shipped out uh, from Sock Center, Minnesota. So that we're, uh, we're using a lot of, uh, you know, for example, our our mushrooms as well that uh, that help produce the the pepperoni uh, are based in Minnesota. So, and of course, I mean, it's all plant-based, and so, but we're still using these meat-based words because that's what people understand. So these are the flavorings of pepperoni or sausage, so the flavoring. But what are the, what are the core ingredients that go into those vegan meat-based products? That's great. Uh, I'll take this one. So our pepperoni, for example, is red, uh, red peppers, uh, quinoa. Mushrooms. Uh, the the base of it is a pea protein uh, texture crumble uh, in partnership uh, with Pyrus, uh right here in Minnesota as well. So we've had multiple meetings with them, and we have a nice supply chain and a nice partnership with them. So Pyrus is a great local company too, and mm-hmm. so uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Minnesota ecosystem because that's what's you know creating our businesses and creating food businesses as as part of Minnesota's history and 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 it's also part of the future and how we um, we, we all do better when we all do better. You know, we create that economy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, those, so your certifications are non-GMO, gluten-free, certified plant-based, and FARE. Fair. What's what's FARE? Well, Fair is uh, we are uh, we we are now corporate kind of sponsors and, and members for Fair, which is uh, the allergy, basically food allergies uh, and advocating for food allergies um, across the country. So we're. We've started a new partnership with them, not only with FAIR, but also with uh, with Cured, which is an autoimmune uh, disease kind of foundation. So two kind of, you know, food allergies and then the autoimmune, we really kind of try to uh, promote and uh, help help sponsor. So. Yeah. I mean, most of us now know some kid on who has some allergies, but I know my friend had something where her kid walked into an elevator when uh, someone was eating a Reese's peanut cup, peanut butter cup, and she, the kid had to be rushed to the hospital just from that little exposure of eating, of being around those peanuts. So these, these allergies, these food allergies, do you want to just talk about them in general? What don't people understand? What should people understand? And, and, well, I think you know. Growing up, I'm I I just recently turned fifty. Elementary school, uh, there was maybe one in a maybe one child out of out of the 
whole elementary school maybe had a food allergy or a, a peanut allergy looking back. And now fast forward uh, to present day, we walk into a, a, a local elementary school and now they have specialized tables um, and they're loaded up with kids from peanut allergy to you name it, dairy allergies. So it's definitely becoming more prevalent. Um, you know, 85 million American households are, are having a, you know, to deal with this food allergies or intolerances. So it's definitely growing. That's almost a third of the country um, on the population. So it's, it's getting serious and it's only getting bigger, um, and more, uh, pronounced, uh, every day from schools to colleges. We just got, uh, we just had a, uh, conversation with the, the cruise industry yesterday, uh, all the big cruise ships coming out of Puerto Rico, uh, and the customers and they're demanding this, but they also need products like Cloclo. So really fascinating, um, uh, conversation yesterday with uh, you know some of the big cruise lines. Oh, that's that is fun. So, um, so I, um, I'm still so stuck by this fact that you didn't have a food business, but your daughter at, as a baby, and then at 15 months old, you found out she had what? What was the name again? Eosinophilic esophagitis. Okay, so tell us a little bit about what that means, because that's a really rare and very serious form of food allergies. Um, at the time, it was very rare, and now it's becoming more common that people have it. But she had um, its inflammation of the esophagus—I can't talk—of mm -hmm. the esophagus triggered by food allergens. So it just when she ha would swallow and digest something that she was allergic to, it would just come out right away, and it, she would projectile vomit everything that she swallowed. Mm -hmm. And then it just makes this esophagus um, inflamed. So, um, and then she would get hives. So that's how we realized something was wrong when she was a baby. Do you, are you guys aware of any of the opinions on what, why people might think or any evidence why there is such an increase in allergies? Or is that kind of... You know, it, it's very complicated. I also know celiac disease, which is autoimmune disease right now. Uh, again, our let's say our, my generation or older generations, um, now we're, we're finding grandparents and people in their 70s and 60s getting diagnosed with celiacs. And they've been healthy their whole life or, or no issues or, or complications. So it's really becoming prevalent um, and you know, there's there's some dotted lines and some theories out there, and um, you know, at the end of the day, we're just trying to trying to build something with amazing taste, amazing brand that you know inclusion at the dinner table. Um, everyone can eat because again, food is so social, and we just want everyone to be able to be involved in it and participate with it, and something that everyone can eat and enjoy. And pizza is so fundamental. So okay, so um, and and the big problem, or not the uh, one of the big challenges with vegan um, is, is that vegan cheese and getting a vegan a good vegan cheese that can melt on a pizza. So tell us about your vegan cheeses and your process and creating that and how how that uh, and what you now have because you have you have more than just one type of vegan cheese that you use. That is correct. We have uh, multiple. Uh, we have a parm parm now. We have a cheddar. We have a mozzarella. Uh, and we have a habanero, so four key uh, cheese uh, uh, buckets, we'd call it. Um, but the 
we actually have a meeting tomorrow uh, on our patent, uh, the patent pending um, uh, meeting with our, our lawyers here in town uh, to get the patent because we're we take ver- uh, we're humbled, uh, but we also want to protect our innovation. Um, but it's again, it was well over close to two thousand renditions of just cheese. Um, and just playing around with it. And, and we put in one of our bases, cauliflower, um, which has really never been tried before this. Um, and that was one of the keys on, on the way that the structure holds up. And then uh, originally we had rice milk. Uh, we found out uh, using locally you know, produced uh, oat milk um, uh, was a better play and how it thickened up uh, and how it cured. So those little tweaks – but each tweak was extensive, and each batch was five pounds to ten pounds. When we scaled our first commercial batch, it was four hundred pounds. We went from five pound increments to four hundred pounds. Now we're well, uh, you know, now we're over a thousand pounds a uh, you know a production run. But to scale that from a maybe a little shared kitchen to a you know uh, to a mass production, uh, it was very complicated in the first couple. Uh, renditions and, and trials were uh, uh let's just say at one time i had cheese from my head to, head to toe uh it had splattered and kind of exploded so we've learned um but cauliflower has been a great uh addition in that oat milk uh locally sourced so these ingredients not only are they vegan and non-gmo and uh, friendly for gluten but can you argue that they're also just healthier than the um, other food that you might find in a frozen pizza Absolutely. So we're we're a third to forty percent less uh, calories per slice. Uh, again, if you go through, you know, a pepperoni, uh, for example, uh, some of those little um, nuances in uh, in chemicals and and etc. We we do not have. So our again a great example is our pepperoni. Uh, the main uh, ingredients are mushroom and, and quinoa and uh, red peppers. So. Our not cr- factory farm. Not factory farm. <laughs> and our crust, I'll tell you, our, if you look, our first ingredients are always uh, sweet potatoes or cauliflower versus some of the industry or heavy starches, etc. So we, we take a lot of pride in that. Healthy a pizza that everyone can have. So uh, we're talking to the founders of Clo-Clo Vegan Foods. Uh, you're listening to Food Freedom Radio. I'm Laura Hedlund. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Food Freedom Radio. I'm Laura Hedlund, and we're talking with the founders of Clo-Clo Vegan Foods. Now, remind us of oh, uh, the name. How, how did you come up with Clo-Clo Vegan Foods? So Clo-Clo is the nickname of our daughter, Chloe. We, whenever she, when she was a baby, we would always say Clo-Clo all the time. So we decided to name it Clo-Clo Vegan Foods after our daughter, Chloe, who um, has eosinophilic esophagitis. So when she was a baby, we were going through a lot of food allergens with her. So we wanted to create something that was healthy, safe to eat, and tasted amazing for everyone and that everyone could enjoy it. So you went from that personal challenge of having a 15-month-old who would vomit at most food and needed a, a needed feeding, extra, tube. Food, feeding tube for years because she could not eat most, most of the food. She had it until she was six, and we would hook her up at nighttime for 10 Sometimes, like when she was a baby, up to 12 hours just to give her extra calories in her diet to help her thrive. And now your product is in 2,000 stores and growing. 
It's very rewarding. It is. And, uh, you know, we're looking, uh, we're getting, we just met with uh, 18 uh, countries here uh, through uh, the United States uh, federal government uh, uh, promoting um, exports from Minnesota. We're a part of that as a small company. So we just met with, uh, you know, Dubai, France, um, you know, the Scandinavian co- countries, uh, a lot of the Latin America, Colombia, Brazil, Australia, New Zealand, really interested. Uh, we had a nice conversation with uh, two partners in China because um, uh, vegan is really exploding there, plant-based as well, Japan and uh, Korea. So really need to see uh, in some of these countries, Europe, they're, they're ahead of the United States even on some of these, not trends, but just really better for you, clean label eating. Uh, so we're really resonating not only in the United States here locally, but also uh, in markets uh, outside the United States. Uh, Mexico is a great example. Uh, we have a, a nice follow-up meeting tomorrow with, with Mexico. So we're excited. It's amazing how much um, success. Now, I, I'm sure this wasn't always easy. It sounds like, yeah. <laughs> no, a lot of hard work and sleepless nights in the beginning. It's uh yeah there was uh there was times we're eating I think dinner at midnight two in the morning you just uh you just have to uh being an entrepreneur you just have to put all hats on wear all hats and uh, there's no weekends there's no holidays for us uh, but we'd also have it no other way uh, we just had a uh, a social media comic come in from a mom in Philadelphia where um, her daughter the only thing she can eat she's she's autistic is, uh, our pizzas. So she's like, please keep them coming. And, uh, we're actually going to, uh, just cause it was so moving and, and passionate. We're going to send her a, a, a nice, uh, goodie box. Um, but it's, um, this, we're, we're trying to have a lot of fun with this, but this is, you know, it's also real life and we're, we're affecting a lot of families, including ours. So it's, it's a beautiful story, uh, too. Yeah. And, um, so what, what has been the most joyful, um, part of this journey? Just giving back to other families and having more options out there that taste great that everyone can eat, I find very rewarding. I just feel like we're helping so many families with food allergies along with, I just feel like a lot of people are changing the way they eat and wanting to eat cleaner and just changing their lifestyle. So I feel like we're just helping everyone and providing something that tastes so great it's a win-win for us and i like uh, we just had a gentleman in in texas uh 40 years old he's never had a pizza in his life he couldn't uh due to his uh his health uh conditions uh clo clo pizza uh and he was in austin texas is the first pizza he's ever had he ate the whole thing <laughs> uh and he he was a grown man and uh he was coming to tears on it so it's it's there's a lot of passion there, uh, but we're also it, – it's moving to hear those stories. Uh, not only are we helping our family, but we're helping you know, maybe our neighbor or somebody down in Texas or a person even – our social media. We're as far as Iran right now um, mm. in Afghanistan on some of our press releases and please bring our product Cloco to us. So that's very moving if you if you ask. So it's not only locally, but it's also uh, – it's kind of everywhere. So that's that's a beautiful – Beautiful story. And it is a big honor when we are at food shows, when our customer base comes up to us to personally thank us for creating this food because they can eat it. It's something that they're able 
to eat. They, and they're very happy that it's gluten-free and dairy-free. And pizza being so iconic, again, it's that place of belonging. This is, and that's that's so cool. Um, and I, as entrepreneurs, can you comment? Because I've heard um, a lot about the importance of the Minnesota ecosystem. So you're talking a little bit about Puris or Governor Walls and doing this, but there is, it really does. It does take a village to also start businesses. It doesn't, and uh, just meetings yesterday. We, uh, the state of Minnesota, they've been wonderful. Um, they're going to, uh, you know, help 50% uh, on this uh, small project on, on our website. Here's a great example where we have a store finder, store locator to make it easy for let's the soccer mom out there, whoever is looking for us. And they, they, they're going to invest 50% of the cost. They're going to share the cost to promote Minnesota. And, you know, they, they want Clo-Clo to win, which is great. So the state... Uh, it's not always uh, about the big, you know, food companies. Uh, and I, I compliment the state; they're they're also looking for you know the the smaller uh, startups as well. So we're not, you know, we're in the equation too, which is great to uh, to see. Well, and that diversity of different sizes of businesses is really mm-hmm. vital too. I mean, we want to have um, a lot of different businesses, not just have one big business, you know, <laughs> but to have a whole bunch of different people. So, um, last two minutes again, uh, what is the website, and how can people find you? So cloclovegenfoods.com is our website, and we just uh, did a little tweak on it, uh, really cleaned it up and modernized it. So uh, please come and visit. And we are also on you know, LinkedIn and the social media um, threads and uh, Instagram and all, and all those. So. And we'll share this on LinkedIn. So if anyone wants to comment, they yes. can do it via LinkedIn, if you, either Laura Headline or under Cloclo Vegan Foods. Excellent. And that's C-L-O, C-L-O. Correct. Last minute, anything else you would like to say? We just really appreciate the support, and we're so happy to be here. So thank you for letting us talk about our Club Clove Delectably Vegan Food Company. Um, We're very passionate about it, and we're just thrilled and so happy to be helping other families find different solutions for food. That is great healthy and everyone can eat it so we're very excited about it and go hit uh we're, we're having eight uh we're taking over a free a full freezer door at cub foods uh Ooh. launching uh in the near future within days so love your support uh, uh and uh, we love your feedback uh we would love any input uh on new products to new innovation uh, the decision makers are right here on the on the radio so it's uh it's great to uh, have that dialogue directly but we uh we're having fun it's a lot of work hard work but uh, we'd have it no other way hard work having fun and changing the whole entire food system i mean instead of factory farm pigs you can use quinoa and red peppers and Vegetables. Vegetables mm-hmm. and having more vegetables and having healthy, healthier frozen pizzas that everyone can have, whether they're yes. vegan or, you know, you don't, you don't even have to ask people. It's like, this is. And we're going to surprise you. We have samples upstairs right now. We're Woo-hoo. cooking up for you. That's so. what we're doing next. Let's eat. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to Food Freedom Radio. Thank you for having us.